0: Break It Down with Rick and Tim is also available to watch on YouTube. Oh,
1: that was very bright and exciting and wonderful. It'll go great in there. I like it. And don't forget to check out our website. That's right.
0: www.breakitdownwithrickandtim.com Hey, it's Break It Down with Rick and Tim. We're live on location. Kinda. Yeah. We're waiting for the MAGA March to come by, so we got our
1: right, spots
0: wave. here for the parade. MAGA! Oh, we got two uh, MAGA dogs over there. <coughs> They're What What is that?
1: I don't
0: know. MAGA Fantastic.
1: That's what the cake tastes like.
0: So, in this uh, podcast, we're going to be talking about the indictment of Donald Trump again. The third one. Right. The third one.
1: I'm sorry, I won't be able to go to Iowa today. I won't be able to go to New Hampshire today, because I'm sitting in a courtroom on bullshit because his attorney general charged me with something. Terrible.
0: 78 felonies total. That's right. And it takes Tim a while to narrow down which one of the three different investigations, which one he thinks is going to get Trump in trouble. So that's fun to... Storm and Daniels. All the way. That wasn't the one you picked. I know, but it's Storm Daniels. <laughs> All right. Anyways, enjoy the podcast. It's audio-based only. Since you know what we look like. What the hell's going on? It's a good question. I'm glad I'm Italian. I'm not white. You kind of are. <sighs>
1: Why does it have to be the big chicken? (laughs) Why does it have to be the big chicken? Why do you have to say it like that? (laughs) I was right, and you were racist. It's Britney, bitch. (laughs) I still have a belief that Sasquatch is out there, but that doesn't make me crazy. And you give me that face, and this is my issue with you. Mm. You're a questionable person.
2: This is a podcast where Rick a Generation Xer, and Tim, a Millennial, come together and try to find answers to our changing world.
1: Break it down with Rick and Tim. All right. Rick, what's that sound? People are mercilessly
0: booing Mitch McConnell. Why are they booing Mitch McConnell? They're telling him to retire. Why are they telling him to retire, Rick? Because he is too old. You saw him in the news when he completely froze up. How sad was that? Right, my dad had TIAs, and I remember how frightening that was in the kitchen. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, what is a TIA?
1: It's like a mini stroke. My dad had them. Okay, and so here's the thing: we're not certain that that's what it was, but oh, I Rick, am. Rick I is am. I'm one hundred percent convinced that that's what it was. And here's the thing: I don't know what it was. It seemed very odd. Uh, but it, it, what it comes down to is something happened, and uh, yeah, it's a little concerning. And look at Senator Feinstein. That's the other thing. Senator Feinstein, also very old. Not everybody is in tip
0: top shape like Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden.
1: No. I mean, well, I mean, even there are moments where Joe Biden loses his mind. There are moments where Trump I mean, you look at a Trump rally, he loses his mind the entire time. It's nuts. Like I don't know where his brain is where his brain is going. It just crashed into my microphone. <laughs> Do you have sympathy for Mitch McConnell? Yeah, I've got a little I'm not gonna say so I have empathy for him. Like, I get it. Like, he, he's on top of his game. He's old. He has an immense amount of wisdom, but he's just getting old. The amount of damage that he's done to
2: women
0: in our country by advocating for those Supreme Court justices that Trump right. picked. Right.
1: Well, I don't know if you remember. He viewed himself as the Grim Reaper at one point, and he was proud of it. Which is weird to think about. Like, your legacy is causing trauma. All because of religion. Well, yeah. And, well, not just religion. It's politics, man. It's religion and money. It, and really he, what it comes down to is money. And, Tim... Religion's he, kind of the 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 front man for it, though.
0: In the Obama administration, Mitch McConnell strong-armed Obama to not pick
1: a replacement for the Supreme Court. I remember that.
0: <sighs>
1: man, you have to play dirty with these people. Well, and the thing is, Mitch McConnell even admitted it. Like, it's politics. It's dirty. I know. But blah, blah, I'm the... R- 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 r-. So... He's kind of it was his thing, like that's how politics play and the, and the the problem is is that you have one side that has no problem playing politics like we will do exactly the opposite of what, or we will do you know whatever it is to win and then you've got the other side that's like well we want to play politics fair and you're like well no we can't play politics fair if one side just refuses to play fair period that are constantly trying to take advantage what it feels like is they are trying to find any way to bend the rules to their gain which is fair but at the same time it's like the rules are there to as a boundary to stop people from deceiving other people and taking advantage of them and so those that look to the furthest edge of the law and try to exploit it like their goal is to exploit people in the fairest way possible and it's frustrating because it's really easy to do that i think it's all about control well yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's the same thing. It's the same thing like you have to control people and you it's it's about money. It's it's how how can we manipulate people uh into getting what we want. It's interesting that on in our dollar bill it says in God we trust. Well, when it's the dollar bill that we trust. Well, it is, but but again, like God and money. Well, wow. whoever yeah. thought that up? Mm. Well, it's 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 ironic to me. It's ironic to me because this, um, like, I've had multiple people say, "Hey, you know, in the Bible it says you give up all your worldly possessions and you pick up your cross. When are you going to do that?" And then I, I look at the person that tells me that and I go, "Well, when are you going to give up? You know, the twenty acres that you own, the uh, big lavish four thousand square foot house with the three car garage, the the boat." the camper the pickup truck the uh giant suv that you can that you're driving around a small town right as your commuter car when are you gonna give up all that stuff right but no it's okay because i got a a psalm on the side of my boat right
0: (laughs) right near the airplane for those of you that are listening, we are broadcasting live, live from the Capitol.
1: right now. <laughs> that would be great. We uh, are outside for once. We are outside, and we are in the incoming path of an airport. And we're surrounded by mosquitoes, and I have my that mosquito repellent. That is I have a bug zap oh, that's no. been up they're, for a while. They're, they're circling and us like vultures. Well, I'm sure they are, but I haven't gotten like a bug bite in a yeah. while. Yeah,
0: You can see my skin glistening from oh. the... The DDT. Yeah. Yeah. We are talking about today something very, very big. It is very big. And it's history in the making. We Um, ended our podcast. We did. But then we left it open to discussing breaking news, historical events that occur. And just two weeks after our podcast ended, boom, boom. This tremendous indictment
1: happened with Donald H. Christ. Donald H. Christ. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and we all saw it coming. But here's the and here's the reality of it. Um, it was just a matter of time, and. The media moves like lightning, just boom, everything spreads. And Except for the law. And that's the thing. The judicial branch of the United States moves very slowly, and there's a reason for that. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't move very, very slowly. It moves slowly in comparison to the media, right? But honestly, our judicial system moves very quickly. It just feels very, very slow to everybody else because we're so used to getting instant gratification. Right. The January 6th insurrection
0: was over two years ago, Mm -hmm. and since then, uh, Donald Trump's been impeached, it was for a second time. Right. And then we had the J6 Investigation Committee, Mm -hmm. which consisted of nine seats, two were Republican. That's right. And that was- Well, they were rhinos, Rick. Okay, sure. But they were still
1: on the Republican ticket. Well, yeah, but they're rhinos. What does rhino mean? Republican in name only. Mm. Meaning that it's just like a, you're a fake Republican. So I, like Liz I, Cheney, most Republicans, I wouldn't say, I don't know, actually. Trump, I don't know, because I'm not a Republican. I know. I would say I know, a lot of Republicans I know, I know. view Liz Cheney as not a real Republican. Trump Republicans. Yeah. Because she went after Trump. 30% of the, of the United States, the as coo- a matter of fact. The cuckoo
0: Christian, extreme evangelical yeah, Republicans like her uh. because she says... Democrats like us want to kill babies.
1: And that's to make sure that every American understands what today's Democrat Party stands for with respect to babies and with respect to the murder of babies. Uh, we have seen now in states across the country the introduction of legislation uh, that would enable the killing of babies. This is not about abortion. This is about killing babies after they are born. <laughs> and, and I want to ask mothers across this country to join with us to make sure that we don't see our maternity wards turned into killing fields, which is what the Democrats would do if we don't stop this. Is that what she says?
0: Mm-hmm. She fell go. out of my... I was all, like, for her and, like, yeah, go, Liz. And then when I saw her make those comments, I was mortified.
1: Here's the thing, like... The moment you say, like, when you bring, like, children into the mix to, to wreck somebody, that you know that you're BSing because at the, at the end of the day, like, you should be able to, if somebody's doing something that is causing harm to a community or if they're doing something that is, you know, violating the rights of other people, they should be able to point that out. But instead, they have nothing, so they go to... uh baby pedos and things yeah. of that nature and that's just, and that's just history when you don't have any defense you try to make your enemy look the worst you can and the thing you do is you go to uh, pedophilia and all that <laughs> and if liz cheney is doing that then it's just a playbook out of the stupidest most damaging strategy that has been in place forever she's a politician that's what they do right well i th- i i, I and I'm, I, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody on the internet, but I believe that was the Nazi strategy, too. Like, mm-hmm. to, you know, make their enemies look like pedophiles and stuff. So, uh, and I think it went back in time. I mean, you look at, like, uh, all sorts of stuff. Genghis Khan was supposedly, you know, that kind of stuff. It's, just, it's nuts. Just recently, somebody flipped on Donald Trump. I, I knew it
0: was coming. Mike Pence. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't know.
0: He said... The former president is entitled to the presumption of innocence, okay. innocent to prove, proving guilty, and that our country is more important than one man. Yeah. Our constitution is more important than any one man's career. And now he's a target.
1: Well, again, but here, but here's the thing At the end of the day, this is why it's not going to affect Trump because all he's going to say is, yeah, he's my political opponent. Of course, he's going to say that he's going to make sure he's going to be all BS and blah, 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 blah. He's going to attack Mike Pence as a liar and he'll win because he has a bigger base. The prosecution
0: is now asking the judge to put the kibosh on Trump because he's witness tampering since Mike Pence is a witness. To the
1: insurrection. Sure. So Mike Pence is a witness to the insurrection, and he uh, ha- is potentially going to testify. Um, but here's the thing. Let's go at- back to why they're doing this. What what did Trump say? Well, initially it was, if you come for me, I'm coming for you. Right. And so the- here's the thing. Part of Trump's brilliance is being extremely vague. He makes vague threats and their innuendo, right? It's read between the lines stuff, and that's the thing that irritates me with a lot of uh, people who uh, follow Trump, is they everything has to be literal. Right. It is what he literally says. This is what we literally see. If he literally didn't target somebody with that tweet with a name, then literally it's at nobody. Right. And that's the problem, because it's about this literal thing. But there's so much to reading between the lines that that they just I mean, it's how can you not see it? Right. I mean, come on. It's, it's on the surface level, maybe the words aren't that damaging, but if it's in a certain context and it's directed to that there's innuendo to it, I mean, come on. Yeah, you can read between but the lines. But that's, and that's the thing. That's the one thing is all of this is about reading in between the lines and people ha- for some reason have to have verbal, co- like verbal, they have to hear it and it's never going to be said. It's it, like in that, that, uh, Jason L. Dean video, right? If you listen to it, the words are fine, but then you look at it in context and you're like, okay, I'm reading between the lines here and there are nooses there. Oh yeah. And the music video doesn't help. No, that's that's what I'm yeah. saying, Rick. What do you mean the music video doesn't help? That's all it was, was the music video. It was fine before the music video, is what I'm saying, right? Mm. And so it's all about the innuendo. So you see the music video, and all of a sudden, oh, now it clicks. This is what he's wanting people to think. And then well, no, and no, the music, it's great music. But read between the lines, idiots.
0: don't forget, Jason Aldean, for those of you that are listening to this, he was the performer at Route 66 when we had the biggest mass shooting in United States history occur in Las Vegas. And I was there two blocks from that event that night. And let me tell you, it was a very scary night. And Jason Aldean did not tell the audience to duck and cover nothing. He just went running off the stage when the bullets became apparent. And he's a coward. Yeah. How about you try that in a big town, you... I'm not going to say... I'm not going to... I guess
1: we triggered Richter. Oh, here we go. Uh Uh-oh. Richter, what do you think of Jason
0: Eldin? This is the Let's Trigger Richter segment. This is. This is great. I think so much is slap him because he's a coward and he's feeding off
1: of these cowards, by feeding into their propaganda with his music. Well, yes. And what he's done is he's ignited a controversy that sheds light on something that was completely a, a black eye in our history. And he's, and, and this is the, the argument that people have made to me. Oh, well, if that's the case, then every historical building can't be featured in a, in a video. And I'm like, okay, so I just want you to explain to me. I just want someone to explain to me what is the point in that video of shooting that scene in front of that particular courthouse? What is the point? Because there is a point to be made, and a point was made. And I just want someone to explain to me what that was and how it's not racist. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, right, Some I, I was arguing with somebody over this particular situation and I just it it comes down to look you can't say just because he's got one swastika on his arm he's not a Nazi
0: he's an opportunist
1: yeah and And he's playing on people's emotions
0: look he chugging me and has the number one song in the country vomit and and it's become the new MAGA anthem
1: oh I'm sure it has
0: yeah I think I have to say that when you say try that in a small town Matthew Shepard
1: Yeah.
2: Hey players, this is Matthew Shepard, and Matthew was born on December 1st, 1976 in Casper, Wyoming. Throughout his youth, Matthew was known to be very friendly, but in high school he was often targeted because of his small stature. While in high school, Matthew developed a love for politics, so in 1995 he enrolled in the University of Wyoming and majored in political science. Unfortunately, on October 6, 1998, Matthew was tortured, beaten, sexually assaulted, and left for dead. He was tied to a fence for eight He died from his injuries six days later. Aaron McKinney and Russell Henderson were charged with first-degree murder, and in court they used the gay panic defense. The defense was unsuccessful, and they were sentenced to life in prison. After Matthew's murder, his mother, Judy Shepard, led the fight for hate crime legislation. And finally, in 2009, President Obama signed the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Hate Crime Prevention Act. Matthew should definitely be here, but we can use this time to honor him.
0: Okay, so we digressed a little bit. So regarding regarding Mike Pence and what Donald H. Christ said in his word salad vomit diarrhea of the mouth on his truth social, he goes on and on and on and says that Pence has gone to the dark side. Pence has gone to the dark... What is the dark side? And talking about how, you know, he was responsible for saving Mike Pence's career, and he was about to be ousted as the governor of Indiana until he made him VP, and uh, claimed that Pence was at 2% poll numbers, and... Is that witness tampering by dragging a witness through the mud? I guess that would be.
1: Well, here's the thing. You have to understand this is, again, a very, very tough line to draw because Mike Pence is not just a witness to this case. He is Donald Trump's political opponent, and that is what the, uh, the, the argument here is. Should he be allowed to compete against his opponent when his opponent is a witness in his case. There's a lot of historical firsts with this case. This is something crazy. I have to teach this to my kids. This is going to be wild.
0: Come September, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of new things that have happened in the next month. Uh, When Trump posted, if you go after me, I'm coming after you, the prosecutors are asking the judge for a protective order on evidence. And uh, they're taking that post of his as a promise for revenge. And I guess the judge... Khan uh gave Trump's legal team until 5 p.m. on Monday. That would be, what, 2 p.m. our time? Right. To respond to the government's request. Here's what Trump's spokesperson said regarding his vague threat. The Truth Post cited is the definition of political speech and was in response to the Rhino. China-loving, dishonest, special interest groups And super PACs Like the ones funded by the Koch Brothers
1: And the Club the for No Koch Brothers Oh, I said it wrong The Koch Brothers? K-O-A-C-H K-O-C-H K-O-C-H, whatever that like. The Koch Co- Brothers Co- No, it's the Koch Brothers And the Club for like No Cocaine. Growth Which, Or Coca-Cola Let's go with Coca-Cola
0: God, could you imagine trying to be Donald Trump's defense attorney right now?
1: The Koch Brothers are the bad guys now
0: Interesting Governor Christie's been mopping the floor with Donald Trump. So I
1: just want to I want to point out again that what you just read there, whatever that was, was that that was a response from Trump's legal team, his spokesperson. Okay, on. his spokesperson. Okay, well, yeah, that was full of just you know name calling. Which I mean, look at this, rhinos, right? Let's just start with the name calling again. It's just this is what it has come down to be. How long before Mike Pence just breaks down and is just shouts at Trump live on camera, you tried to have me hung:
0: <laughs> I don't think Mike Pence has testicles, because in order to oh, say maybe. that to Trump's face, no, that man is a walking he, vagina. You,
1: he is you what you call on the crowd, your mob to hang me. He is what you call a pussoir. Do you think that they are going to have any Republican debates?? I they have so. to. I, I hope so. That'd they be have great.
0: to. Governor Christie will just mop the floor with all of them.
1: He, he will. I mean, Governor yeah, Christie, uh, but 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 his but he's on he's not on a mission to become president. He's on a mission. He's running to dest- for president. No. Well, here's the thing. I think he he he's he's running for president, and it would be wonderful. But I don't think he believes he's going to be president. I think that he is running for president to stop Donald Trump from being president. Okay, so let's give. Governor Christie's
0: the merit of intelligence. He is smart to a point. He was a prosecutor, and he now sees this as an opportunity to come out swinging against Donald Trump. But it's at a detriment to his political career, because look at what happened to Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Right. So right now, the Republicans are embracing Trump further. than I mean, they are just, just... well he's the I mean, golden drop. The
1: Kool-Aid, so I might as well follow your golden boy down the down the rabbit hole. Which could end in prison. But yeah, I don't think Christie thinks he's thinks he's gonna win. And you can see in his, his announcement, you know, he says you know, he might not be successful, but at the end of the day, like the goal is not <laughs> to win for him. I think it's just to destroy Donald Trump. Let's play that clip. Okay.
0: The more divided we are, the more likely we are to be dominated by a single leader. We cannot sit by and watch this happen. I can't guarantee you success in what I'm about to do. But I guarantee you that at the end of it, you will have no doubt in your mind who I am and what I stand for and whether I deserve
1: it. No, no, christies he's eating right now. He can't be bothered.
0: So, with the January 6th indictment. Okay. Officials repeatedly told Donald Trump there was no evidence of election fraud. Trump allegedly enlisted the help of six unnamed co-conspirators. That's, that's right. There
1: are six people named in the indictment, right? Kind of named. Kind of named. We They're not to, kind of named. They are... Individuals And it's a, it's,
0: we were able to figure out four of them. Four of them, that's it? At the moment, yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to go down that in just
1: a moment. Okay. Then there's the false elector scheme. That's right. That was nuts. Let's just send different electors. We'll just send our own electors. Why send the actual state electors when we can just send ones that we want? Yeah, and depending on the state, they're facing jail time. Uh, right? Because that, that's nuts. <laughs> that's impersonating like a federal employee. A top Justice Department official's
0: effort to delay election certification. Trump turned to Pence as January 6 approached. And how Trump reacted to the attack on the Capitol. Yeah. There are four charges in the federal January 6 election case. 40 charges in the classified documents case. 34 charges in the falsifying business records case. That was the one in New York. He now faces seventy-eight felony charges in total spread across these three cases, which don't include Georgia yet.
1: Georgia, and that was the, the call for the votes. Yeah. The call that we all heard. So I mean, let's be real here. Rever- it's coming. To reverse the outcome I in just Georgia. Need, how many was it? You remember?
0: Yeah.
1: eleven thousand eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty thousand seven hundred and eighty votes. Get ready for his Trump impression, guys. Goodness gracious, it's it terrible. I can't. You were no. you were doing good right there. I was doing fine for a while, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you got in my way and in my head, that's and good. there I was. Just be a
0: little bit more nasally, and you got it. That's all right. right. <laughs> so the the four that we're able to piece together, we have Rudy Giuliani.
1: Rudy Giuliani. That's yeah. right. my! And oh, can we just all remember he farted audibly on camera many times?
0: Yeah, and his hair club from Men was dripping down the side of his face. Oh um, my, he so melted gross. on camera. He's so gross. And then that Borat movie where he was about to expose himself—that situation,
1: oh. jeez. And now he's
0: being he's just being
1: charged with um, sexual uh, harassment. Ru- poor, by his here's the thing: assistant. like this oh. guy was America's bear. Let's take a moment for Rudy Giuliani because yeah. he is a character out of a comic book. He
0: was always an opportunist, and he, he saw 9/11 as a way to become out as a hero. All he did was walk up and down the streets after the attack.
1: Right, when the cameras and cameras are following him, and that's the thing. And then he became America's mayor, and he was, you know, he was an inspiration at the moment yeah. we needed him to be. Yeah. And then, what the heck happened? Well, yeah, you know.
0: So the indictment describes descri- the indictment describes co-conspirator one as an attorney who was willing to spread knowingly false claims and pursue strategies that Trump's 2020 re-election campaign would not pursue. Giuliani served as Trump's personal attorney, and was central to efforts by the Trump team to overturn Joe Biden's 2020 election victory.
1: Right, I remember they did a documentary on this, and or something along that line. So they were interviewing some of the, uh, or we were going. It was when they were going through the testimony of some of the staffers, Um, and they said there were two legal teams: one that was like legit, and one that was absolutely nuts balls. (laughs) <laughs> and Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. And that consisted of, consisted of these people like Sidney Powell and all these other people. And uh, they knowingly knew that they were there was no evidence, yeah. but they just kept going to each state and doing their thing. John Eastman.
0: I remember when he was interviewed for the January 6th committee and his testimony was very chilling because he just kept saying, plead the fifth, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Assert my Fifth Amendment right against uh, being compelled to be a witness against myself. Did the Trump legal team ask you to prepare a memorandum regarding the vice president's role in the counting of electoral votes at the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021? Fifth. Dr. Eastman, did you advise the president of the United States that the vice president could reject electors from seven states and declare that the president had been re Dr. Eastman, the first sentence of the memo starts off by saying seven states have transmitted dual slates of electors to the president of the Senate. Is that statement in this memo true? Yes. President Trump authorized you to discuss publicly your January 4th, 2021 conversation with him. Uh, Yes. so is it your position that you can discuss in the media direct conversations you had with the president of the United States, but you will not discuss those same conversations with this committee? Fifth. Right. That was like, oh, my God. He's co-conspirator the number two. The and, fifth. And he was an attorney who devised and attempted to implement a strategy. Fifth. To leverage the vice president's ceremonial role overseeing the certification,
1: proceeding to obstruct the certification of the presidential election. So wait a second and back up there because I was trying to be stupid and I missed out. So this guy was the guy who was behind the idea that Mike Pence could overturn the election. And so he basically drafted up what Trump would do and say to get Mike Pence to overturn this election. And he was the guy that basically was saying, look, you need to tell him that he has the authority, blah, blah, blah. So he's the architect and then we have the cuckoo Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell, oh my goodness, this lady. she was concerning to watch, because she just was so a matter of fact. Here's what we know. And it was just like she was just so sure, but so dull about it and stoic that. Yeah.
0: It's just... Uh, there was no uh, differential wave to her voice. It was just very monotone. Well,
1: and, and in her interview with um, What's the the People, um, she... On uh, Fox News, we talked about that. Was it the interview on Fox yeah. News? with Dominion. Uh, uh, yeah. Our
0: Dominion podcast.
1: But also her um, interview with um, the prosecution, when they released the stuff, right? They released those interviews. Remember those? Yeah. Um, she uh, even said that, like, I don't—how could anybody believe anything that I said? It was all just stupid. And that well, was her defense.
0: <laughs> the indictment describes co-conspirator number three as an attorney whose baseless accusations Trump embraced and publicly amplified, even though he privately acknowledged to others that the unfounded claims of election fraud sounded crazy. Right. And now we have Jeffrey Clark, co-conspirator number four. Right. He's described as the Justice Department official who focused on civil matters and worked with Trump to use the Justice Department to open sham election crime investigations and influence state legislatures with knowingly false claims of election fraud. And he's also the guy that said Trump could use the Insurrection Act.
1: And take that's control. right. That one's scary. Okay. That's this. Yeah, because that's that's. That's, using the military. Using, well, and that's, that's where the divide happens, right? That's, that's one avenue to taking over the government. That would, be, it, cause that would be crossing the line because you'd have people who'd say, no, you can't do that. And people would say, absolutely, he can. And then, boom, civil war, which now, is nuts. Now, those are the four obvious co-conspirators. They're not being charged yet,
0: which makes people think possibly they're helping the prosecution. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. So out of those four, which one do you think will probably flip on Trump? Giuliani? Sidney Powell? I think those two are the weakest links. Sure. Eastman and Jeffrey Clark are pretty intense dudes. I don't. They
1: are know. intense dudes, but well, you have to wonder, are they so intense that they are going to go down with the ship and try to just deny, deny, deny? Or are they going to say, hey, here's the deal. But here's the thing. At the other end, you got one guy who literally planned it. He's the architect, so he's going to have to deny. Like that's his what, – uh, what other plate does he have? Right. Um, and then the other guy, one more time, read him. You can edit this out. Jeffrey Clark, he was the one that did, wanted to use the Justice
0: Department as a, a focus on civil matters, the Insurrection Act. And worked with Trump to use the Justice Department to open sham election crime investigations and influence state legislatures with knowingly false claims of election fraud. So He he was the muscle.
1: So he wanted to open up, like, investigations into election fraud using the Justice Department. Yeah. And that's when... uh, Using our own government systems illegally. Bill Barr did open up investigations and he came on and said there's absolutely nothing that saved bill Barr. it saved bill Barr because until then he was fluffer number one well and he still kind of was and he still kind of is but at the end of the day he saw he was a rational person he saw uh, a rationale (laughs) well he saw this coming right and he said I'm not gonna be a part of that you have to remember A conspiracy crime is completed at the time it's agreed to, and the first steps are taken. That's it? That's when the crime is complete. (laughs) Because he's just—you look at him, he's not an idiot.
0: Yeah. You know, there's two people that weren't mentioned in this, Mark Meadows and Jared Kirshner. So people are speculating if they're helping the prosecution.
1: Time will tell. If he is named as a co-conspirator— Which— which you think he is? Well, but no, I didn't say that. I just say he's. A, you think he's? He
0: might be one of the unnamed co-conspirators. He might be. But I said that it's interesting that he and Mark Meadows were not mentioned. So let's go down the remaining okay. two co-conspirator okay. positions. Co-conspirator number five, the, uh, the Washington Post thinks it could be Kenneth Cheesebro. The indictment states that. Conspirator number five was an attorney who assisted in devising and attempting to implement a plan. Okay, hold
1: on. Before we get there, just real quick with the Jared Kushner thing because it's on my mind and I can't get it off. Okay. Um, I just think that he he might have been there and he might have just been like trying to talk Donald Trump down. Maybe
0: we and, don't know. He could have been reading him a bedtime
1: story. We we, and that's there. the thing. That's the thing. So I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like he he could be a co-conspirator, but I just don't think he's a strong enough candidate. But I think he, there might be more. So I think he is a candidate, but maybe. Maybe not so much. I don't know. Jared Kushner testified that he was taking a shower during the Capitol riot.
0: So let's go down the list of the remaining two positions. Let's do it. Okay, go. Co-conspirator number five was an attorney who assisted in devising and attempting to implement a plan to submit fraudulent slates of presidential electors to obstruct the certification proceeding. So
1: this is another area where we almost, again, lost our democracy, our process, because they said, hey— here are the electors from our state. What state was this?
0: It doesn't say. It just says the indictment states that. Okay. It was an attorney who assisted in devising and attempting to implement a plan to submit fraudulent slates,
1: slates of presidential, presidential electors, electors. To obstruct the certification So let's process. take our electors that we have in this state, and let, instead of using the ones that, that, that represent the, the, the voters, we're going to just put our own electors in. It's crazy.
0: Well, the Washington Post thinks says Kenneth Cheesebro could be co-conspirator
1: Kenneth that's just That's just absolutely nuts. That's just saying we're just going to ignore the process and we're going to, you know, we're just, we're just going to do our own thing. This Very next entitled.
0: One, this last and final co-conspirator could be Jared Kirshner or Ginny Thomas because it is a political
1: consultant. Okay, so... We know who Jared Kushner is.
0: Ginny Thomas is the wife of Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice. You think Ginny Thomas. Let's read this. Okay. Co-conspirator number six is described in the indictment as a political consultant who helped implement a plan to submit fraudulent slates of presidential electors to obstruct the certification Mm -hmm. proceeding. Specifically, the indictment alleges that this person sent Co-Conspirator 1, Giuliani, an email identifying lawyers in the six swing states who could assist in the phony elector effort. It claims the person participated in a conference call about the effort in Pennsylvania and circulated language for that state's certificate. On the night of January 6th, this Co-Conspirator looked for senators' phone numbers for Giuliani to call in an attempt to further delay certifying the electoral votes.
1: It cannot be Jared Kushner. Okay. He, can, he, he, is, he would not let Giuliani near him, I don't think. Because I feel like Jared Kushner would have recognized the two groups of lawyers. And he's smart enough because he's worth more than Trump. He's just along for the ride, right? And doing what Trump wishes he was doing. And he, I don't think, would let the crazy side, the crazy group, influence him. Could it be the chief of staff, Mark Meadows? He wouldn't be considered a political well, consultant. So why do we think it's Ginny Thomas? What relationship did she have to Giuliani? I don't know, but that's what people are thinking. People are thinking Ginny... As a political consultant. As a politi- but do, does she have a history of consulting... Giuliani, does she have a relationship with him? Yeah, she sent him a Christmas card and had Thanksgiving dinner with him and lit fireworks with him on the 4th of July. Is this all true? No. <laughs> Fuck you. That's hilarious. But you know what I mean, oh. though? But this is the important thing. Because here's the thing. Again, I'm looking for some evidence of it because otherwise it's just speculation.
0: Well, it's all speculation to all the facts I understand.
1: Come out. Well, it is speculation, but you can okay. still follow some clues. Are you ready for this? Yes.
0: All right. Speculation is growing Oh boy Speculation is growing vir- That Virginia Jenny Thomas is one of the alleged Jenny co-conspirators Thomas, alleged co-conspirator Yeah, let's see why Whoa Co-conspirator number six Co-conspirator number six is proven More difficult to identify Much more difficult to identify And some social media users speculated that it could be Jenny Thomas The no conservative way. activist And wife of Supreme Court Associate Justin
1: Clarence Thomas Okay Oh my god. <laughs> so why so again, I'm looking for why they think that. I'm I'm getting there. Okay, here Slow we go. Slow down. I enjoy the airplane. Oh yeah, that's right. There's an airplane.
0: Okay, so Co-Conspirator Six is a weird way to spell Jenny Thomas, tweeted TV producer Jonathan Goldman, though he added that the unnamed person could also be former Trump advisor Stephen Miller, longtime Republican activist Roger Stone, okay, former okay, White House okay, chief okay, strategist okay, okay, Steve okay. Bannon. Okay, there's so and
1: many. My pillow guy Mike Lindell. There's so many. There are so of uh, Mike Lindell. I saw him on the news, and he's still peddling the January 6th conspiracy lies. It is so funny. Out of those names we just said right now? He is playing a character. Who would have
0: senator phone numbers and information to try and get Giuliani to get others to delay the election? I don't think it's Jenny Thomas now. Who do you think it is? I think is? it's probably either Wadgerstone or Steve Bannon. Political consultant. Because that's what they were to him.
1: Oh, sure. Is Yeah, somebody who's like, yeah, I got contacts. Here, have them. Yeah. Do whatever you want with them. Um, is Trump guilty? I just want... Well, let me tell you this. I want to go back to one of those people, Steve Bannon. And I don't know if you remember. We can play this clip uh, as soon as whatever. He said, get ready for a ride because... If Trump, even if Trump loses, he's just going to come out and say he won the election. That was Steve Bannon. I that remember was Steve that. Bannon. And it was crazy because that's exactly what happened.
0: The Democrats, more of our people vote early that count. Theirs in mail, And so they're going to have a natural disadvantage and Trump's going to take advantage of it. That. That's our strategy. He's going to clear himself a winner. So when you wake up Wednesday morning, it's going
1: to be a firestorm. Also, if Trump is if Trump is losing by ten or eleven o'clock at night, it's going to be even crazier. He,
2: no, because no,
0: he's going to sit right there and say they stole it. Yeah. agree. I'm directing the attorney general to shut down all ballot places in all fifty states. It's going to be no. He's not going out easy. Trump. If Biden's winning, Trump is going to do some crazy.
1: I think Trump's guilty. Yeah. Well, I mean, look I mean again going back to that Steve Bannon, I mean, he knew what he was doing, right? And it goes back to uh the strategy, right? Right before the 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 blue wave hits because of the the vote the voting patterns come out and say stop the vote. I want all voting to stop so that I win because right now I'm winning. And now they're creeping up because the blue wave's about to hit. And historically that happens. And people are none the wiser. I have two questions for you. Okay.
0: And I know you think he's guilty just like I do. Uh, The first question is, with these three indictments, Manhattan, this one, and the documents case, out of these three... Which one has the
1: strongest chance of getting him a guilty verdict? Okay, so this one is the January 6th one. The Manhattan one. Give me some cliff notes on that one real quick. That was all about the money. Trump violated the
0: campaign yeah. finance laws yeah. in paying off Stormy Daniels. Exactly. So
1: that's, that's clear. Yeah. Yeah, Cohen already did time mm-hmm. for it. That's right. He misappropriated a lot of his funding and... Inflated his assets and just did a whole bunch of shady stuff. The documents case... And the January 6th case, I think, are I just, think are, are, are what he needs to be. Well, and uh, Georgia. Yeah, we're not there we're yet, not but there it's, coming. Yet. That it's dark, coming. That dark cloud is looming that is in the horizon. Cloud. That is something
0: that's there. So you think it's going to be Manhattan's going to be the one that does him in?
1: Well, I, I, what do you mean does him in? Gets mean, the like, guilty gets, verdict. Well, do you think, well... I think that it's possible that it could. Out of those three. Out of those 3 i You're going to gamble right now. I'm we'll, going to gamble. We'll put money on, which one's it going to be? Ooh. This one, what was it, the third one? Documents. Documents. Manhattan. Manhattan. And January January 6th. January 6th. Okay, so documents case, I think, is pretty solid because, again, he's uh, kind of admitting to having them. And And here's the thing. It comes down to this. Uh, And here's why I'm not going to put my money on it, because um, there's a lot of mishandling of documents, and it's just historically been that way, but it's how you handle those documents that have been mishandled. Right. Once you find them after the after your presidency is over, because there's a lot of documents, I get it. And classified is there's a lot of classified documents. Right. And so they get mishandled and you move things from one place to another and it just happens. So I understand why Mike Pence had some. I understand why Joe Biden had some. I'm sure every political person has some that, that is exposed to these classified documents have some somewhere. And when you find them, you got to return them. Can't just hang on to them, and the other thing is, is he held on to some of them, and I think I'm speculating here, but they were for political leverage. Okay,
0: so we're gonna take that one out of the equation. Then now we have. Okay, now we got Manhattan and January six.
1: Manhattan is pretty solid, and that's what brought down mobsters in. And the past. that's what brought down mobsters in the past. You're right. So there's a, a historical context to that one. January sixth, I think. Um, Here's why I'm putting my money on this one. Oh, we found one! All right, ladies and gentlemen,
0: those of you that are listening, Tim chose the January 6 indictment. I did. <laughs> it took us a minute to get there, but it was good to go through the thought process. Because Can I tell I, you why? Yeah, you get, well, because because sure. I I realized a few things with you uh, talking about the money uh-huh. and the documents and how everybody's had their hands dirty with the documents, uh-huh. but but. Okay, now we're here with the good stuff. So this is where, this is where I'm putting my money on too. So let's hear it.
1: Okay, here's why this one is going to this is it comes down to a very simple situation. Michael Cohen already went to jail for the the Stormy Daniels the Stormy Daniels Daniels money the money, thing. The uh, money laundering the, thing. and the this management of campaign funds yeah. to pay her mm-hmm. off. And so I think that all of that like he he's already been guilty of stuff. Yeah, he's individual one. Individual one, right? So. And you look at like well I mean it, 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 I think there's also we followed so many different trails, right? And that's right. the thing. Like and, and 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 I just don't know enough about the the, the tax documents, right? I just know more about this because I saw it unfold and it's just, I'm waiting for it to fall. Well, that's the one we're talking about, right? With okay. It. So there's two that will get him and the uh,
0: documents case. It's just going to be like a wash.
1: I don't think it'll be a wash, but I think, uh, I think what the, the, the I think there's going to be more to that one. That's going to come out than we think. And I think we're going to see some malicious intent. Mm. Like, you know, I've got these documents, blah, blah. blah. This is what I could do. Like he's, we're going to have proof because there's, I'm sure there's cameras and, and people that are going to testify and say, yeah, he's, he said, I'm going to use this as leverage. Shit like that. I told you I had
0: two questions for you before I jump into the second question. Okay, uh,
1: Clean up my rambling,
0: please. <laughs> I always do. Okay. <laughs> my second question, I'm going to get to that in a moment. The thing that I think is really going to do Trump in with regards to the January sec January 6th indictment is his defense is it's all freedom of speech with what he was saying that day right to a point yes but when he said quote fight like, like hell, hell. That's when right. he's that's not opinion, that is you direction. You fight
1: like hell. That is direction. We're not gonna have a country fight. anymore. Fight like hell. Better fight like that's hell. That's direction, right? That's that's direction. Fight like hell, and that's the thing. And, and, and you could tell when he was saying it, like he was trying to be gentle with it, because he knew he was stepping over the line. And he was like, "Should I be saying this?" But uh, he said it. Yeah, that's gonna do him in those three words. I think you're right. I think that that it's going to screw him over.
0: And it's obvious with the campaign finance violations and Michael Cohen already doing time, Trump is going to be doing some kind of time or something in regards to New York. Sure. I'm sure that's the least of his worries. Sure. My second question now, for those of you that are listening and have been waiting for me to ask Tim this. Okay. Why does the Republican Party still put this man on the golden pedestal? Because...
1: They can't afford to lose the base that Trump has. That's exactly right. It is their, it's their everything. Money. It's all money. comes down to money. Yeah.
0: Well, I was confused. I'm like, where are they getting all this poll information? And what's this poll? And why are all these talking pundits on TV saying, oh, it's neck and neck? Well, the New York Times uh, did a poll with Siena College um, for the twenty. 20- 2024 campaign season. And it was just released this past week. It showed that Donald H. Christ is absolutely dominating the 24 presidential he really field. really is. The poll showed Trump with 53% support among likely Republican voters. Florida Governor Rhonda DeSantis with 17%. Rhonda DeSantis? With 17%. Rhonda. And it's every it's other candidate, names. including your Governor Christie, at 3% My or Governor Christie. And the survey found he is my governor. He's an a- And the survey found that in a hypothetical one-on-one matchup without the other candidates, Trump leads Rhonda DeSantis. 62 oh, percent to 31 percent. You're going to love this. OK. As The Times reports, Rhonda DeSantis actually leads Trump narrowly on being seen as likable and moral, but) Trump clobbers DeSantis in terms of being seen as
1: fun, right? Because people want entertainment. He it's WWE. Well, and WWE and he had the the the, the apprentice. Jesus. I mean, that's it's all what it is. It is this whole show and that's what they want. They want to be fed They're the mob. And the mob in the Americas is big well, I just want to say this. I want to say that he's leading and that's but it's it's among likely likely Republicans. And if you remember, like his base it w- is about 30% right of the Republican party, right? I would think so. And that's interesting because you're looking for those uh, on the fencers in the Republican party and 50 th- 2%. That's only a little bit more. I mean I mean it is it's it's significant in the full number, but they need more than that to beat Joe Biden, I would think, because at the end of the day that poll didn't show independence. And independence is the important group because those are the people who are on the fence. Are they going to vote for Trump again? I don't know. That's where the polls should go. Anyway,
0: but the polls long from, you know, the the New York Times and Sims College, it's not a national poll, right? It can't be like everybody's being asked this like at the DMV. Well, let's
1: remember what a poll is. Uh, 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 just real quick, a, a, a working sample of the United States is around 2,000 people. And the poll said Hillary was going to win. Right. So we and can't so trust we, polls. Well, screw the polls. We have to understand what the polls are, right? And Misleading. how Misleading. T- they can be. They can be, especially when they're that close because there's all these margins of error. And you have to have so many – everything's a factor. So it's almost impossible to control all those factors. What you have to do is try to mitigate the biggest factors. Then you have to decide how many of those factors you want to mitigate, right? And it's very difficult to do that because it takes a lot of time, effort, and money. So there you go. Yeah, I I don't trust polls.
0: Because I wasn't asked. Don't they yeah. know who I am? There you go, You Rick. weren't asked. They didn't ask no. you.
1: Well, because I'm not one of the 2,000 people they probably polled. 2,000, right. Well, well, that's, that's yeah. and, and statistically, that's an okay number. That, that works. Mm. It gives you a margin error of around like 2 or 3%. Tim, do you know what time it is? It is time for me to go to sleep. Oh, I know what time it is, Richter. Good God, it's time to quiz me. That's right. And now it's time to let's, let's quiz, Tim. quiz Tim. Let's
0: say it. The grammar doesn't work. What is the my pillow guy's name?
1: Mike Lindell. Oh my God, Mike Lindell. My pillow, can you want
2: to sleep on my pillows? What does
1: Dominion? What does Let's Go Brandon mean? Oh, me. It means, and you're going to have to edit this one out, it means fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> and here's the other thing that irritates me, because if you wear that to, like, a school, like, we know the connotation, and it bothers me when people are like, oh, it's my freedom of speech, but I mean, like, what you're saying is fuck Joe Biden. And then they get mad at me for using that language in front of their kid, and I'm like, well, you have to understand that that's what that means. Just say F. Fuck Joe B- I don't have to say F, because why would I say F. <laughs> When they are wearing a Lexico brand and shirt that means Joe Biden,
0: this next question is going to take you down memory lane. Stop the steal, lock her up. Oh my god, make America great again.
1: These are all slogans, chants. But her emails. Uh huh. What about Hunter Biden's laptop? All things that make, MAGA people pee their pants. Build the wall.
0: But which which one is missing? Oh my god! Stop the steal. Lock her up. Make America great again. But her emails, Hunter Biden's laptop, the wall, there's one big one. One big one? I'm going to give you a hint.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to give you a state's name. Okay. doesn't pertain to the state, but it gives you an idea. Okay. Louisiana. What's
1: in Louisiana? Describe Louisiana. What's in Louisiana? Gators. And where do the gators live? In you know, the swamp, so what's the A drain the swamp
0: there we go that's there you go Yeah, that one, that you remember that away. one yeah, yeah what county in Georgia is the district attorney going after Trump with the county yeah, I don't remember
1: mm. Fulton Fulton county that's right
0: now I remember how many votes no, we talked about this on this podcast, okay how many votes did Trump want Georgia to give him?
1: I just need eleven thousand. 780 votes.
0: Very good. Very, very good. That bullshit. was a good impression. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Who did Trump ask for that magic present? Georgia's Secretary of State. What was his name?
1: Oh, what was his name? I don't remember his Brad. Name. Brad? Raffensberger.
0: Yep. I'll give that one to you. Okay. Who were Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, and what was their role in the election in Georgia?
1: They sound like, so in Georgia there ruby oh she was she was up like a a, a pole worker or something and trump like targeted her yeah targeted and a united like, states citizen f- straight up f- wrecked her life the and her mom's drive.
0: life the thumb drive
1: the thumb drive yeah the, it was all they like were doing was
0: working the the election isn't yeah, nuts? It was crazy
1: this poor lady just became this target of america yeah. bam and everybody's and then everybody's like jesus christ trump Slow down. And they're suing Rudy Giuliani. Good. Because Rudy Giuliani has absolutely nothing
0: left. This is the last question. How many seats run the January 6th
1: committee? Oh, I want to say like 11. Nine. Nine. How many Republicans run? Two. Very good. Liz Cheney and who was the other one? That cutie, Adam Kinzinger. Adam Kinzinger. Yeah. Which, if we want to get to name-calling, the rhinos. Which, whatever, the Whatever the heck It's just their way of saying We don't agree with them And they're they're not really Republican It's like the people who told me Because I'm Catholic I'm not really Christian
0: What do you foresee Within the next year Before election time? Is it going to be worse Than the last one? Are there going to be uh, Capital riots? Or do you think
1: that's past us? Well I think uh, The midterms were a good Demonstration of what we are going to see. I think that all the police stations everywhere are going to be on high alert. Um, and I think that there is going to be a lot of security around our elections. I don't think we're going to see... We might see an attempt, maybe, or two, at voter intimidation. It would be crazy the if... it ...hit the fan. There's always that possibility. I think that if there's going to be some craziness that's going to come from the inside... Like somebody's gonna like there's gonna be some accusations or something like that. It's gonna come from like the processing of the votes and things of that nature.
0: All I can say is I wouldn't want to be a Republican right now. I wouldn't want to be a conservative with this circus happening. Because <laughs> no. it reflects on me.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? It's it's just craziness.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting time to be alive because I think because of these historical indictments, People are going to be looking at this and studying this for centuries.
1: Oh, of course, because you've got two different ideas of what is going on in America right now, and one of them is being. I mean, and, and well, here's the thing: the curtains are being peeled back right now because that's the thing. We've got these two different competing ideas of America, and what we're saying is, okay, we have this these these ideas, these thoughts, these um, predictions, these these uh, things that the media tells us to 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 think. Uh, and now we have to wait for the judicial branch to do its process, and it's very slow compared to what we're used to. And the curtains are slowly coming open, and we're going to see some stuff, and it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be interesting because I'm going to be trying to at the same time teach the youth what's going on, and they i don't even think they grasp the history that's happening right now. Is there hope for our youth? No, not at all.
0: When did you know, wait a minute, something's not right with this guy. Me, it was the Charlottesville BLM riots when he says they're fine people on both sides. That made me go, whoa, wait a minute. When was your, when did you slam the brakes on your car with Trump?
1: like (sighs) slam the brakes on them? Yeah. I mean, initially, and I don't know, for me, it was when he was, uh, it was the bus, the President Pussycrabber. That was the moment for me. When was that? Was that after or? <laughs> well, I mean, at least that's when I like really was like, okay, we can't have this guy. And all. That was a bus that went by because we live in the city. Yeah,
0: that's right. We're doing a little mobile walk right now with the dogs, but I wanted to do a little. Sure. Addendum to the podcast. With, yeah,
1: no, I don't know. I think it was, so. It was a so, p-
0: pussy grabber <laughs> pussy comment. Pussy
1: grabber, yeah. Um, but I mean, both of those things, I'm sure, like added to it. Because at the end of the day, I knew that he was going to be crazy when he came down the escalator. Right. Because you looked at that and you just went, "Oh God, here we go." It's a publicity stunt, and it's that's exactly what it was. I don't know if you remember. They scrambled, <laughs> and that's the America we live in. That's the problem. Right. There's a mob. And where is that mob? And, and the mob can't be ruled with, or reasoned with.
2: Yeah.
1: It's, it's tough. So, we talked about a lot of stuff, and we'll probably come back when the Georgia indictments come down. Which is probably within the next week or two. Yeah, maybe so. So, we might see you soon. With
0: also more discussions on big events that are going to be happening in the next year. Sure. So, look for us on our... Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Right. And on YouTube.
1: And odd, uh, whatever the X is now.
0: Well, Twitter, we can't call it Twitter tw- 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 anymore. Tw- tw- it was Twitter, now it's X. I'm on threads. There you go. You're not
1: on threads. Maybe I'll get on threads. We'll see what So So uh,
0: follow me uh, on twit X, twit X At Rick underscore Riolo.
1: And at Tim is somewhere. I don't know where I'm at yet. At Tim breaks it It down down. there we go there we go yeah we're
0: so we're still there as of right now all right we'll see you soon we'll see you soon there's some people who say that there are already now three indictments against the former president they argue that even if there were crimes committed here in fulton county a fourth indictment isn't worth all the work that would come with it to people who say that what would you say
2: that i took an oath And that the oath requires that I follow the law, that if someone broke the law in Fulton County, Georgia, um, that I have a duty to prosecute. And that's exactly what I plan to do. Break It
1: Down with Rick and Tim is also available to watch on YouTube.
2: Check us out
1: also online at www.breakitdownwithrickandtim.com.